Welcome once again to another episode of the Random Access Podcast, brought to you by RAPodcast.net. This is episode 706, recorded live on December 4th, 2021, and here are your hosts. The man who was paying attention to football today, Dave Pillay. Hi. And the man who almost forgot that there was football today, Andy Lowe. Hi. I, I only remembered it when I went to go get pizza. <laughs> and they had it. On the, the store, on the oh, because you probably got pizza at our bellies. Because of course, why would you get pizza anywhere else? Um, well, we actually you got pizza at our bellies, right? Yes, yes, that's what we did. Okay, but, <laughs> Andy. Well, actually, our weekly pizza is actually Domino's because it. I'm gonna pretend I didn't hear that, and I didn't ask, and you didn't say anything. Do you want to know my reasoning why? No. No, I don't, Andy. <laughs> okay. I absolutely do not. Do you want to know why I cut myself? No, I don't. <laughs> I think you should seek help. I think there are better things to do. I think there's better food out there. Would you want me to do Little Caesars instead? I mean, no. You have a good pizza place. The only reason I could see to not get Urbelli's is, like, if they're busy or closed and you need something fast. Well, it's also, uh, the Domino's order that we do is $19.80-some-odd cents. Mm -hmm. My Urbelli's order today... Was, I think, uh, $47? Yeah, it is definitely much, much more expensive. Yeah. <clears throat> Plus, the Domino's rewards means that I could also, you know, get free pizzas as well. So, yeah, no, yeah. it's 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 okay pizza, but, you know, I'm able to order it on the app. It's, that's what I used to do. I used to literally, because we'd go shopping on Monday nights. And while I'm in the checkout lane, I would just fire up the app, do a quick reorder of the previous order. And, you know, all my info is already saved there. And I ordered the pizza and the pizza is ready by the time we leave Meyer and actually swing by the Domino's on the way home. Mm-hmm. I, I just walk up, I walk into the store, you give my name, say I've already paid for the order. They, they turn around, grab the boxes on the shelf, hand them to me, and I'm in the car. Mm-hmm. It, it's hard to beat the convenience. Hmm. <laughs> and yet... <laughs> And yet, there are better things out there. Um, yeah, I know. I was the one who asked Zach the pizza question, okay? I yep. know there's... <laughs> yep. Yep. I, oh, believe me. I know. Okay. Had um, some tonight, because it was book club night. That's right, it was. And I saw the new invite came out for um, Project Hail Mary. Yep. Which I have read, so I can do the book club. I'll have to make sure I keep that night clear. Well, you know, hopefully, yes, yeah, she will show up. Do, do you want me to remind you, you know, beforehand? <laughs> I mean, I've got the, the invite, so I can actually just use that. Okay. <clears throat> oh, excuse me. I've got like, uh, had this thing in my, both my chest and my throat for like a couple days now, and I'd really like it to stop and go away. It does not seem to want to. I, uh, I did some, uh, wood cutting. Yeah. Um, because the, the trailer that I, I, I found for work, um, didn't have a backstop on the trailer. Okay. Which, you know, is okay most of the time, but I'd rather actually, you know, have something on the backside of the trailer. Right. So that things don't just like roll off of it. Yes. Um, so I, uh, I measured it out and the, the, um, there was a spot in the back and it looked like it would fit a two by 12 perfectly. Well, technically I think mm-hmm. like a two by 10, but I went with a two by 12 cause why not? Um, and so I had to use the power tools to cut it. And so of course I put, you know, the earplugs in, um, well, you know, first off it turns out it's not an inch and a half the whole way down. Somebody had bent the thing there. So I actually had to cut a notch for an inch and a quarter or not an inch, uh, an inch and yeah, an inch and a quarter rather than 
an inch and a half. So that was fun. But now, you know, my right ear, something with, I must have disturbed something when I put my earplugs in because my right ear now just not getting as much volume. Yeah. I must have squeezed some like earwax or something in there, but I don't want to stick anything in my ear because you don't want to do that. Uh-oh. Go see an audiologist? That or just, you know, sit in a sauna and see if you can just, you know, melt it out. Long, hot. All right, then. You know, long, hot shower. <clears throat> cool. Well, cool. Very cool, Andy. I mean, not cool about your ear being plugged, but the, the yeah. woodworking. Yep. So now I have a emergency trailer. Now I can actually haul a bunch of stuff around everywhere. Yay. I did a little woodworking uh, recently. I was building a display case. I think I showed it to you. I think we talked about it last time. That's the most recent woodworking I've done. Yeah. Yeah. For your, um, the etching. Yeah. The acrylic. Yeah. So, uh, we got some stuff to talk. It's been a little bit since we've been here because last week was, uh, I was in Michigan and so we didn't record then. And then the week before that was when we recorded with Zach in the middle of the week. So like, it's been a while. It's been three weeks since we've we've sat and recorded here. Yeah, did you did you wave at me when you drove by? I did. I did. It was the timing did not work well for us to stop. Uh, when we drove east, we got a much later start than I had hoped, and so like because of that, plus traffic, plus some unplanned stoppages, uh, we were passing Kalamazoo around seven thirty p.m. Yeah, no, that we were probably. I was like, ah, I just want to get there. I just want to get there. I want to get there and just not drive anymore. I'm just good. We're going to go right through. Bye, Andy. Sorry. And just drive. And then kind of the same thing on the way back. Like we just had a really bad um, start of the day. We slept in much longer than we thought we would. And so we didn't get there. I mean, we we got there at like 1.30 p.m., 2 o'clock p.m., somewhere around there on on that Sunday. And I'm like, yeah, I got like five hours to go. We're going to just keep going. Going. So sorry that we didn't stop. Sorry that we didn't get a chance to see you. Would have it's okay. To hang out with you guys. I hear that Kate has convinced you to make a turkey. I mean, it does not take much convincing, Andy. Really, the words, David, can you make us a turkey, is kind of all it takes. That sounds about right. Yeah. She asked, uh, now, now, Kate asked, what do we need? And we, I, I will need, I will require a turkey and I will require a Weber grill or some other spherical ovaloid charcoal grill. Which, uh, the next time we go up to up north, I've got to take up some patio furniture. So I'll have the said trailer that I've been working on. <laughs> nice. To haul all the patio furniture up. So it's like, oh, we need to take a Weber grill. Well, shoot, we got Just room. Toss it on. <laughs> yep. So you're just going to bring your Weber grill up and then bring it back down? Yes. I love it. I love it. Because all we have up there is just propane. Yep. This this needs to be charcoal. You, you do yeah. not want to grill a turkey on a propane grill. That's just not going to work. Um, surprisingly, the same day that Kate asked me about that, I got a text from Limmer <laughs> asking me if I had the recipe handy because... Um, her, they were doing Thanksgiving at home instead of traveling. And they, her, her husband said like, what about the turkey your one friend Dave made? Can we make that? And I'm like, I'm trying to remember. I think he came to second Thanksgiving once. I think so. He also remembered your and Kate's mashed potatoes, apparently. So I guess the food made a really big impact on him that year. And so I'm like, I, I don't think I have the recipe written out, but let me like give me a, a little bit and I'll write something down. And so I wrote down the whole thing and it's big. <laughs> I apparently I write with a lot of detail when it comes to Thanksgiving turkey. <clears throat> so, yay. <clears throat> 
<clears throat> well, that should be uh, should be fun. I wonder if we yeah we should make some, we should just basically just do a Thanksgiving dinner. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, we'll do our mashed potatoes. I mean, I'm all for this. This yep. sounds amazing. You guys do your mashed potatoes. I'll do a turkey. Do we want to do do here's here's the question. Do we want to do a Thanksgiving dinner or do we want to do like a Passover dinner? Because I could also get Harosit and like horseradish and like we could do that. There's nothing that says Passover has to happen at Passover. That's true. Why is this night different than all other nights? Because it's not Passover. <laughs> okay, so maybe it is supposed to only be on Passover. Uh, we'll, we'll skip the matzah, right? We'll, we, we don't recline. We'll skip the matzah. We'll just do the, uh, you know, the, the, the haroset and the horseradish and the turkey. And yeah, we'll just do that. That's fine. <clears throat> I like it. I think we could do it. So when are you reading Project Hail Mary? Uh, sometime this month. Okay. Which I have to actually make sure I'm on the, uh, I think I've already put a hold on it for the overdrive. <clears throat> let's double check that. <laughs> Yep. Uh, let's see. Your place in line number 23, library copies 23. People waiting in total for this book, 421. Wow! That is a popular book. I wonder if the library has it in physical form. Man, that'll just be weird reading an actual physical book again. <laughs> It's a thing. People still read physical books. I say as I have, like, all my books electronic. <clears throat> oh, looks like I could rent it from the library. Cool. Well, that should be in, reading it in an actual book. And then, you know, my ebook comes, I'll just <laughs> return the physical book. <laughs> return the book and read the ebook. Yep. Or, you know, you could get out of the ebook line. Well, why would I want to do that? I, if, if it comes to it, I can just pass my spot up, you know. Mm-hmm. It's, it's not like, you know, oh, no, it's, you know, it's not like I... I'm forced to take the book. I can just be like, no, thanks. I'm good. Yep. I'm in line for several books right now. Uh, I've been reading um, Landslide, which is the the book about the final days, months of the Trump presidency. Ah, yes. Holy shit, dude. Yeah. Holy shit. Like... So I I thought that maybe it's like, yeah, you'll you'll read about how there was like this coordinated attack on the foundations of democracy. No, no, it's it's worse than that. It wasn't a coordinated attack on the foundations of democracy. It's literally selfish children. Is that the one where the guy talked about how he was actually covid positive going into the debate? Or is that Um, another book? I mean, that was that was even more recent. That's the new book. That's um, shit. What's his name? The chief of staff. Oh, Mark Meadows. Mark Meadows. Yeah, that's Meadows's new book. And I, I really love that all this information came out, you know, right away. Oh, nope. yeah. Yeah. Everybody wants to get their book deal. Yep. No, this is the one by Michael Wolf, who was like the uh, he's done a couple books about Trump. Oh, yeah. And just holy shit, man. Like Giuliani needs to be put into a home. Well, what's the current status of the lawsuit against him? From Dominion? Yeah. I don't know. I do not know. <clears throat> Where's the Keeping Track subreddit? There's a, subtra- a subreddit for Keeping Track? Yes. Forgot what it was called. Uh, oh, Keep underscore Track. <laughs> slash R? Yeah, slash R <laughs> slash Keep underscore Track. Okay. 
And what are, does it keep track of? Well, it was what? basically just keeping track of all of the crap going. It's kind of like, you know, sort of Senator along the Senator Johnson's Wisconsin coup. Yes, that's, yeah, right about that one. What's going on? Wait. <clears throat> basically, he's telling us that the Constitution, the state Constitution says nothing of the governor running elections so that the state leg- legislature should reclaim their authority over the election system. I hate this man. I hate this man. Fuck Ron Johnson. <clears throat> yep. And fuck Robin Voss, man. Like, I know you have no idea who that is, but fuck Robin Voss. Oh, the uh, assembly speaker. He's earlier in the article. Yep. Yes, after the first audit didn't show up anything, he's going to do a second audit. Yep. Motherfucker. People just, it's <clears throat> its the big lie. You just got to keep doubling down. Keep doubling I down, guess. keep doubling down, keep doubling down. That's, it's, it's their playbook. Never admit defeat. You just always keep pushing forward. In, in other I news... I mean, they tried to take the power out of the governor anyway. Like, they, yes. they passed shit to, like, strip his fucking abilities because they didn't want to lose power. So those things, oh, it's fine with the Republican governor, but as soon as, yeah, as soon as you get a Democratic governor, then watch out. Yeah. Andy, Andy, please Mm -hmm. change the topic or I'm going to just like rage quit. (laughs) Well, speaking of state governments. Careful. Be careful, Andy. I'm I'm moving over to the clean feed tab in my browser. Um, Six state treasurers, California, Massachusetts, Illinois, Oregon, Delaware and Nevada. Uh, sent a letter to Activision Blizzard uh, asking the board of directors for a meeting to discuss their response to the challenges and investment risk exposures that face Activision. The challenges of, like, they're a sexist boys club company? Yeah. Illinois State Treasurer said that we think there needs to be sweeping changes made to the company. Yeah, like replacing the CEO. And the uh, replacing the board of directors, who are the ones who can actually support the CEO. Yeah, <laughs> you need to replace your CEO and the people who support him. I mean, it, okay, but like that's also worrisome about like government overreach. Who's it's the state treasurers who are because. The state, Did the states invest? Yes. The states invested in Activision. I should the states be able to do that? For their uh, their pensions, right? I guess. But, like, when you have a fiduciary responsibility to the shareholders and the shareholder is the government, something doesn't feel right there. They're just another equity company, I guess. But they're the government. <laughs> like, they can... So, Andy, let's say the government decides to invest heavily in a company, right? Say, I don't know... Amazon. And then Amazon starts doing not great things. But now the government is like, well, we could go after them, but they also are making us money. Do you, is there not a conflict of interest here? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I feel like that's our economist and or lawyer to answer that sort of question. Uh, yeah, something just feels wonky there. But the, at the bottom of the article here, um, yep, they talk about the fact that this actually this type of action has precedent. Um, a okay. year ago, New York State announced plans t- to divest its two hundred and twenty-six billion dollar pension fund from fossil yep. fuel companies. Okay, Massachusetts Good. said her state would use its investments to pressure companies to enact better climate policies. If the companies only care about the stock market and the investors, then how do you put the screws to them? 
By investing? By investing or not investing. <laughs> I mean, when you when you have literally government pension funds like New York's $226 billion. I mean, that's a big thing to throw around the market. Yeah. that That's de- – but like should they be able to? It seems – that I'm not happy about this. I'm sure Aaron's going to be like, well, of course it does that. Like, this is a normal thing and this is totally legit. And I'm going to be like, but it, how? Like, it feels Yeah, it's wrong. one of those things where, yeah, this is not legal. It just feels like it should be. If it's not it's like, illegal. Yeah, it's like campaign finance reform. Stephen Colbert just walked through a whole bunch of stuff on the old Colbert report with his pack <clears throat> and his super pack. And you're just like, he's like, so wait, this is legal? Because it feels like it shouldn't yeah. be legal. <laughs> it shouldn't be legal. It, it definitely should not be. And like, oh, okay, well, I'm glad they're using it for good. Um, Activision needs change. And yes. I... I hope that the employees there get to see the change that they want to see because damn like it's just not not good right now excuse me um i don't see anything in here about the jwst oh did that get approval it they they did their investigations though uh james webb was supposed to launch and then they moved it to French guiana in in south america because that's where europe launches their rockets from um, cause it's technically part of France. Yeah. And then, um, a clamp, one of the clamps on the telescope that it's, it uses from the fairing to keep it attached to the fairing popped open, like not just unhooked, but like slammed open. Um, and so the concern was like, that was a lot of vibration and maybe it knocked something loose. And so they, uh, they delayed launch and of course they delayed launch, but now it, it looks like everything has checked out. And they are expecting to launch on the 22nd. Current James Webb Space Telescope launch date is the 22nd of 2021. December 22nd. I wonder what time it's supposed to launch. Like, that's the launch date. What's the launch time? Launch time is 7.20 in the morning. Oof. Your time. That's 6.20 in the morning here. Maybe I'll wake up. Ooh, excuse me. It is a, oh man, that telescope is just, it looks so cool. Like, that's going to be a very iconic look, right? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> they have renderings of what it looks like all packaged up in the fairing. Cool. Yep. Uh, you got some other space news. Uh, yes. Um, do you want the, the good or the bad of SpaceX? What do you want first? Uh, see, the more good I hear about SpaceX, like, the more worried I am about the eventual Bond villain heel turn. (sighs) Let's hear the bad first and then give me the good. Okay. So, um, SpaceX had a couple of high-level managers, um, leave. Okay. Who were working on Raptor production. Oh, oh, this is the bankruptcy email. Yes. Yeah. yeah, Where Musk is um, like, oh, shit, like, guys, we gotta, we gotta figure this out. Now, his his genuine risk of bankruptcy was a little, you know. Is a little Elon Musk. Yes. Later, he clarified stating if a severe global recession session were to dry up capital availability slash liquidity while SpaceX was losing billions on Starlink and Starship, then bankruptcy, while still unlikely, is not impossible. Yeah. <laughs> so he kind of walked that one back. 
a little bit because he's Elon Musk and that's what he does. So I guess these managers of the Rapture production were kind of, you know, fudging the numbers, hiding how bad things were. And then after they left, Elon then, of course, went in and took a look and went, oh, shoot, this is not good. Shit, 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 shit. We need to fix this because he, he, Mm -hmm. he rightly points out, you know, they're thinking they need 10 launches of Starship in order to basically work out all the kinks. Ten launches. So if you think about it... That is, that is a lot. Yes. But, like, what's he defining as working out the kinks? Like, Well, you know, before they can oh, actually get a reusable model. Okay, but of those ten launches, are they just, like, we need to launch this dry ten times? Or, like, we're pretty sure it'll work, and we're gonna, like, put payloads in there and ship stuff up. And if it explodes, we'll, like, refund people. Well, I feel like this is sort of like the, the Falcon 9 falcon heavy test launches heck just how how many how many starships have we gone through that have exploded i mean we're on 20 but we also skipped like 15 to 20 right yes 18 was the last successful one or 19 was 18 exploded on the pad i've i've lost count at this point The Somebody's early ones have. were successful, right? There was like the the hop. There was the stuff that like they did good work with it, and then the belly flop is the first one that like just flat out exploded. Oh, okay, uh, Starship to SN seven were hops. Yeah. Uh, let's see, Mark one and Mark two were constructed, but neither flew. Uh, Mark three crumbled due to a fault in the cryo uh, test. Oops. Yep. Um, SN4 exploded after its fifth successful static fire. Um, SN5 completed a 150 meter hop. And then SN6 did the same. Uh, SN7 never actually flew. Mm-hmm. Am I reading this right? <laughs> I think so. Okay, so yeah, SN7 never flew. And then SN8 was the first first uh yeah um 12.7 no, 12.5 kilometers crashed on impact uh, sn9 flew 10 kilometers then crashed at an angle sn10 right. hard landed and exploded sn11 exploded in fog <laughs> <laughs> i remember that one yep where it just it goes down into the <laughs> cloud and you're like well what's going oh uh, that's boom oh um, after uh, <clears throat> SN, uh, SN12, 13, and 14 skipped, 15 flew, mm-hmm. and then they skipped 16, 17, 18, 19, and 20. And 20 is sitting on the pad right yes. now. Like. Okay, so that's where we're at. Yeah, 20 is uh, has not uh, done anything yet. And then, then they have 21 and 22 in booster 4 and 5 and 6, basically waiting. So they're, they're thinking 10 <laughs> launches. So let's see, uh, 1, 2... Three, four, five, six, seven, eight, <clears throat> nine, ten, eleven. There have been eleven starship launches so far, mm-hmm. and that's just getting the nose, basically the nose cone in the air. Yeah. So there, if you just assume that you're going to need ten launches to make sure your orbital launch and landing are good, each <clears throat> first stage is going to need twenty nine Raptor engines, and each second stage is going to need six. So every flight that they lose. 35 engines. 35 engines just gone. Gone. Well, that's assuming you lose both the first and second stage. That That's true. If they could, if they can always reclaim the first stage, then it's not as bad. But yeah, 30, like, that's a lot of production if you lose, what, 35 engines per run. So that's what they they need to... Um... Right, because he did say we want the, the 10 runs to make sure that everything's good. And like, if you lose one of those 10 runs, that's 
35 engines that you're down. Yes. If you lose all 10 of them, that's 350 engines. And he says the consequences for SpaceX, if we can't get enough reliable Raptors made, is that we can't fly Starship, which means we can't fly Starlink V2s. Wait, there's a V2 of Starlink already? Yes, there is a V2 of Starlink. Where did it say it in the article here? Oh my um, god. I mean, at the same time, all he needs to do is, like, open it up for trading, and they're going to make an incredible amount of money on the initial offer. That's true. He could go IPO. Zap like booms. If, they, if they are starved for cash, they just need to do an IPO and they will get their cash. And then after that, they'll be able to just take loans out against the stock. Because that's apparently how money's like how companies make money now. Just taking loans out against actual value. Yeah, right. If your company is valued at X amount of money and you're like, well, bank, can I have this much money? And like, what would you give us if you fail? Like my company. The bank is like, yeah, sure. I could I could sort of see that because, you know, I've heard stories of our company. Sometimes the bank would actually come to us and go, you want to do what now? Okay, you know, we'll be willing to give you some money because, you know, the the radio business, you know, there's a lot of big investments done one time and then it's Mm -hmm. just paid back over literally years, maybe even decades. So, yeah, I could I can I can see that. So, um, but yeah, no, the V2 satellites, um, according to them, the article here says it would require about 300 launches of a Falcon 9 rocket to get the 12,000 second generation satellites up into the air. That is just, that's a lot of satellites. It's just so many satellites. I know, especially if you think about it now, right now the company has 1,600 satellites in orbit, which is, you know, more than any other company or country in the world. (laughs) They've they've single-handedly launched more satellites than any other country. Yes. Jesus, guys, why? And that's only that's only so far. It's only sixteen hundred, and they want the. Uh, I mean, they, they these... are planning on putting up thousands. Yeah. Right. Like. Yeah. Literally twelve thousand. Literally thousands. <laughs> so yeah, um, the total cost if they just did on on Falcon nines would be seven point five billion, and it would take about seven to ten years just to cycle all those Falcons through. Just on the the nines. Yep. Just on the nines. So this is why he wants to do the starships. Yes, because uh, a starship can take about 400 Starlink satellites into low Earth orbit in one go. All at the same time. Yeah. Rather than, what, 40, I think, is what the current... Yeah. Yeah. Makes sense. Not sure I'm happy about it, but it makes sense. So they, they, it's, they need the infrastructure in place. <laughs> they, they, they need the engines so they can get this thing off the ground. Once they get it off the ground, then yes, your Raptor production could stay high as long as you start getting more Starships out. But right now you're at that stage where it's like, okay, we, we need engines and we're probably going to need a lot of them and they're probably not going to come back. <laughs> and they're expensive to make. Yes. These, these are not cheap things. Yeah, the, uh, the SLS engines, because NASA is a public company, they, you know, they have to tell you how much they're paying for these things. The SLS engines, mm-hmm. um, each individual engine for the SLS will cost $100 million. Holy Jesus. There's no way SpaceX is spending that much on that. No, probably not. Right? I mean, no, this is... <laughs> This is Rocket Dine getting the NASA money, i.e. the um, the Congress money. You know, contract total contract value of one point seven nine billion to build eighteen yep. main engines. So much money. Yeah. So much money. All right. So what's the good news? Well, the good news is um, NASA has actually just extended their uh, commercial crew contract. 
That's the one that the SpaceX is doing with the dragons. Yep. Okay. The, uh, the current contract, um, which was uh, for two point six billion, um, was for six crew missions to the ISS. Yeah. Um, so they've done three so far. Number four is spring of 2022 crew five is supposedly fall of 2022 and then six is uh march 2023 so that would be completely filling their contract the six launches 2.6 billion dollars well according to uh nasa's notice due to the technical issues and the resulting delays experienced by boeing it is expected that spacex will launch its last pcm in march 2023 the notice states that we are now awarding up to three additional PCMs to SpaceX, which will enable NASA to have redundant and backup capabilities for each PCM. So SpaceX gets more launches. Yes. Three additional Boeing launches because Boeing can't get their, st- their Starliner off the ground. <laughs> Boeing can't get their shit together. Yeah. That's what's going on, right? Boeing le- legit just cannot get their shit together. Yes. Oh my God. Like between Boeing and Blue Origin, man, like what the hell? <laughs> Why is SpaceX the only company that's able to figure this out? I don't, I don't know. I, you know, it's like, oh yeah, well, you think, it's like, okay, Boeing. Yes, Boeing, of course. Boeing, Lockheed Martin, you know, of course, these guys will be able to get they this. They should know what they're doing. Yeah. They should know what they're doing. But I hate it's to say it. If, Boeing. Yeah, yeah, but as we saw, I feel like Boeing itself just got fat and lazy. Yeah, I, I guess. Like, it's a big company. Mm-hmm. I, I guess they could be getting fat and lazy, but also, like, come on. I'd ask how hard it is, then I guess it literally is rocket science, but still. <laughs> but yes, that that should be nice, though, if NASA, you know, if... The original contract was for $2.6 billion for the six missions. If SpaceX yeah. can basically just ask for half, another, you know, $1.3 billion for, you know, three more launches, which we know what a Falcon 9, you know, launch costs, according to our previous article that we talked about. <laughs> you know, I think NASA's okay reusing the capsules. I do believe they've said so. Yeah, because they used they used the demo capsule for uh, Crew Two. Okay, that's not the one where the um, the bathroom stopped working, right? No, no, no. That was the uh, Inspiration capsule. I wonder what happened to that one. Let's see, Dragon Crew. How many Crew Crew Dragon capsules are there? Uh, okay, uh, okay. So the contract values each seat on a Crew Dragon flight to be between sixty and seventy million. The Office of Inspector General says the actual value of each seat is around fifty-five million. So profit for each flight for SpaceX. Somewhere between five and fifteen million dollars per seat. Four Jesus. seats on a dragon. So anywhere between twenty and uh, twenty and sixty million dollars. Jeez. Oh, here we go. List of vehicles. All right. Uh, let's see. Dragon vehicles. Uh, let's see. Uh, one retired. Two retired. Three is grounded for. Uh, it's a prototype used for testing. Four got destroyed. Um, oh, destroyed during ground testing of the abort thrusters. Weeks after, oh, that one, the one that blew up on the ground. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. Five is active with one flight. Six is Endeavor with two flights. Uh, seven is Resilience with two flights. Eight is a cargo that's active, two flights. Nine is a cargo with one flight. Uh, Endurance is 10 with one flight. And then there's two more still under construction. Uh, let's see what happened. Oh, Inspiration 
was actually resilience. Um, they just, I guess, modified it to put the cupola in. The what? The cupola. The window? Is it a cupola? Okay. Co- I co- do cupola? Not. It's the first time I've heard of that term. A cupola <laughs> or a co- cupola? I don't know. Come on, Marion Webster. You're supposed to say it for me. Why are you not? Why are you not saying the word? Did you? Do you have the the autoplay turned off? Yeah, that's what I have turned off. All right, hold on. Let's wait for the page to finish loading. Frickin of course, all the ads have to load first because why not? Yeah, cupola. Hmm. At least that's what it says. Um, a fusion reaction that just ran had more energy output than energy input. Really? That well, is big. Yes. Yes, that is. That is that is very, very big. That moves nuclear fusion-based energy from 40 years away to, like, 15 years away. <clears throat> right? Because that, that was the joke in the science-slash-energy community. Nuclear fusion's possible. It's just 40 years away. Always. Mm-hmm. But, like, now it's actually not. <clears throat> uh, okay. Well, what else we got? Uh, other um, Tesla SpaceX news. Mm-hmm. Tesla is announcing a electric quad bike for kids. <laughs> I'm sorry, a what? A cyber quad for kids. But, but why? A $2,000 mini electric ATV. Yes. It can only accommodate riders up to 150 pounds. Um, if you can so. fit... I'm not getting on it. <laughs> yeah, for those that fit, Tesla says you can expect up to 15 miles of range at a top speed of 10 miles per hour, although it can optionally be limited to 5 miles per hour. Ooh, governor on it. 15 miles of range is pretty good. Mm-hmm. But also, like, what is this? Why? Who? No one No one asked for this, right? No, no one did. <laughs> or, or did, like, some Tesla engineer's kids ask for it? I don't know, because just just in case you're wondering, you can get basically a radio flyer has a Tesla Model S um, power wheel that you could get for um, 500. Okay, but what's what's the range on that? It's Uh, not 15 miles. No, no, no. Top speed of six miles per hour. You can limit it to three. Has a hundred and thirty uh, watt hour battery, or you could pay sixty dollars more and get the premium battery at a hundred and ninety watt hours, which will get you what to the end of the road. I don't know. I <clears throat> part of me is like, wait a second. I've got you know cordless batteries that I think might have more watt hours than this. Right. <laughs> like that's mm, not much there, bud. Like, <clears throat> um, I I got nothing. <laughs> Yeah, no, it's one of those things. It's like really a uh, two thousand dollars for a kid's ATV. Yeah, I don't know that one. I just I don't get. Somebody was like, "Hey, let's try making this." I, this is maybe someone's like twenty percent time. I like. I'm just so confused. I I don't know how to reply to this. I don't know how to respond to this. It might also have something to do with the fact that it's almost midnight. <laughs> And they're just like, what? Why? Why? I'm getting old, Andy. Because I look at this and I'm just like, that's a thing for kids. And just, it's dumb. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's just dumb. Okay, let's let's swap to something else. Um, let's see. <laughs> oh, here's another dumb thing. So T-Mobile used to have this thing called uh, T-Vision. Yeah. Because um, everything had to be branded T-something. Yes. And what was T-Vision? Uh, it was um, basically T-Mobile trying to be a cable provider. So you purchase T-Vision. Yes. You get a thing that you can plug into your TV. Yep. And it streams from the air? 
from your phone? Like, was it a Chromecast or is it like you have an antenna somewhere or did it have to be plugged into the internet? It, it was their uh, $10 per month that provided on-demand access. To what? Like Netflix? Streaming services. Okay, so not, not actually cable, but just no. a way to take a dumb TV and make it a smart TV. Yes, it's a traditional over-the-top streaming service that simply streams live television over the internet just like YouTube TV, Hulu's Live TV, Fubo TV, Sling TV, etc., etc., etc. Okay, so it's not Netflix. It, it is TV, but it's yes. just through the internet. Yes. Okay. Well, it got shut down in uh april right yeah eight months ago eight months ago it got shut down okay t-mobile just launched just launched a t-vision hub yep eight months after they shut down t-vision after they shut down t-vision they launched a t-vision hub are they just rebranding something i don't i don't know it's it's it looks like it's just their version of a chromecast oh chromecast built in so it's it is their version of a Chromecast. Yeah, supports Bluetooth. It's, so this is uh, this is like Chromecast Ultra. I'm guessing it's it's literally like a rebranded Chromecast. Yeah, it looks like a uh, built-in USB-C and LAN ports, Google Assistant integration. So okay, yeah. So this is like a Chromecast Ultra with the remote. Okay, new Chromecasts. So it's just they're they're rebranding Chromecasts. I guess so, but. <laughs> In addition to the T-Vision app, you can add Netflix, Amazon Prime, Video, Hulu, and all your other favorite apps. The T-Vision hub allows for universal searching across all your apps. Yeah, so this is this is the new Google TV mm-hmm. that I also just got. So um, I'll review that in a little bit. Have you okay. have you gotten have you gotten the new Chromecast? Uh, no, I think my most recent Chromecast is like version two. Okay, so you don't have the it's been remote. Been a while since I've no, it's been a while okay. since I've purchased a Chromecast. <laughs> So yeah, so that's a uh, that's that's a thing. They just <laughs> canceled the service, yet just came out with a brand new device. Well, but that's ba- that's just rebranding. Like yeah. that's fine. It's just weird, but it's just rebranding. Some people are thinking, well, maybe this was in the pipeline before it got canceled, and it finally like, well, shoot, we're already making it. We might as well, you know. I mean, I think it was probably here's here's my guess, knowing nothing about the inner workings of T-Mobile. Um, they had this streaming device that they were working on. And they had the streaming service that they already had. And they were like, you know what? We're going to be shutting down the streaming service. Let's just repurpose the name so that we can continue to have all the stuff that we've been having. And that way it it isn't a total loss from shutting this down. Uh, So we're just going to call this T-Vision. And the T-Vision team, it had the the T-Vision streaming team and the T-Vision device team. Probably. That would be my guess. Still just weird. Yeah, but not as weird as it could be. Nope, not as weird as a $2,000 bike for your kid. Yeah, I wouldn't call it a bike. Let's let's be real, that's no, not it, a bike. No, yeah, it's an ATV. Yeah. Uh, Google is working on a Pixel Watch, apparently. Yes, about damn I'm excited time. for that. Yeah, no shit. There I'm on my fossil Android sport. watch. I would, I would very much like a good Android watch. Yes. I'm still waiting for one. Like, the Moto 360s were good, and there hasn't been anything since then. The closest is the Galaxy Watch 4 with the newest Wear OS, but even then is got problems because it's Samsung, so Samsung put all their Samsung stuff on it. Yep. Exactly. Um, oh, the code name for the upcoming Google smartwatch? Yeah. Rohan. Or Rowan. Rohan, Rohan, like the riders of Rohan, maybe. Yeah, that that would be Rohan. Okay, right, the the kingdom of the, yeah. the horse yeah. people, the riders of Rohan. What a friggin' weird story. <laughs> Lord of the Rings is a weird story. 
Do you ever hear Nenedic go off on Lord of the Rings? I never heard Nenedic go off on Lord of the Rings. Mrs. Oh. Nenedic, for those of you listening, is an English teacher that Andy and I both had. Yes, she was also is the one who was... she still alive at this point? She's got to be, right? I don't know. I I'm have sure to... she's retired. She retired. Well, uh, hopefully so. Like a while ago. Ah, uh, Susan... She was also in charge of uh, Quiz Bowl. So, Mm -hmm. you know, we had many, many interactions with her. And yeah, she also taught senior SEM. She retired in 2004. Okay. Uh, She wrote a book called A Purse of Her Own. Hmm. No, that says it's by Deborah Owens. Okay. So, oh, here's A Purse of Her Own. Maybe. Nope. That's Susan B. Anthony. (laughs) What the heck? Meet the local author Susan Nenedic, A Purse of Her Own. She write it under a pen name? Or was there are there two books called A Purse of I'm so confused. Purse of Oh, that's a purse of your own. There we go. A Purse of Her Own is a different book by Susan Nenedic. Interesting. Most of what we know about American women in the nineteenth century is just a stereotype. Purse of her own, while ostensibly about women's employment, also touches upon issues of education, health, marriage, and divorce. Author utilizes one county in Michigan against the backdrop of changes occurring throughout the US. Highly readable book with almost 200 photographs will make you reevaluate everything you know about 19th century women. Women owned shops and served in the Civil War. They became photographers and postmasters, doctors and dentists, authors and attorneys. You can purchase the book from Amazon for $32 on hardback. Well, good for her. Huh, she's not on Facebook. (laughs) Yeah, that does not surprise me. Could you imagine Susan Nenedic on Facebook? No. No, I can't. See, now I need to go buy that book and then, like, track down Susan Benedict and ask her to sign it. Interesting, interesting. I wonder how Miss Jonic is doing. <laughs> this is a weird turn of events. Hey, not my fault. <laughs> um, so, trying to get back on the topics. So, um, speaking of Google TV. Sure, yeah. Um, Google TV, when I signed into it, you know, it lets you basically, it has all your, I, I'll review it next time, but um, there's a, there's a, there's a primary account, there are kids accounts, and then there are other accounts, which I thought, you know, oh, okay, it's kind of like Netflix, right? You got, you know, your account and each person has their own account with their yeah. own individual recommendations and everything. Yeah. Um, well, Google announced back in October that personalized profiles and watch lists were coming soon to Google TV. And they said, oh, yep, nope, it will be here by November. Was it? No. Still waiting on it? Yes. Oh, dear. They are. Um, yeah, they said Google originally said the profiles will be rolling out during the month of November. Um, the good news is they say that the feature is still coming, but the bad news is that it has been delayed without a specific timeline. Yeah. Because that would be great if, you know, Kate and I could actually have our own profiles with Google TV. But, you know, I'll review that yeah, in a couple right. of weeks once I get some more time under my belt. Yeah. So is there anything else on here that you want to talk about? Um, uh, FCC votes. Yeah. What um, about them? Rosen Russell, uh, got her re- renomination approved. Yay. So 
Um, she is going to get a full Senate vote and most likely get uh, approved, hopefully get approved. That's good. So we will have a chairman. Um, who was the other one? Uh, Gigi uh, Sohan. Gigi Sohn. Yeah. Yes. Gigi Sohn. Uh, her mm. committee hearing was on December 1st. It was, uh, of course, you know, the uh, Republicans were basically grandstanding. Of course. Of course. Of course they were. You know, bringing up all her previous questions and her previous tweets tweets and accusing her of purging her twitter account which she didn't yeah. but you know <laughs> how she, how can they wait what yeah no um who who said here uh dan sullivan from alaska um was asked with you know saying that you know her tweets her she had purged her twitter thing and while she was trying to explain her answer he literally would interrupt her response and then go off on another thing and it's like well wait you got to give her a chance to like reply. Yes, this it's not questioning if you're just making statements and then cutting off her answers because you're <laughs> saying that you don't have a lot of time. Which then you know oh my I do God, believe fucking Ted Cruz. Yeah, Ted Cruz. Yeah, that's great too. Ooh. Oh, I want to. Oh my God! Like, how dare you, sir? How dare you? A talk about censorship. <laughs> B, pretend like you care about the American populace. Yeah. How dare you? So, yeah, he asked about, uh, yeah, my favorite thing is um, Sullivan asked her about a tweet that she had posted. Mm -hmm. So she began to answer saying she wanted to explain the context in which she made the tweet. Uh, <laughs> Sullivan cut her off saying, I don't, I need to interrupt because I don't have a lot of time. Just address the tweet. I don't need the context. I don't need to hear about your supporters. But but without context, yeah, you can't. Just yeah, how are you supposed to address a tweet if you don't? have the context have the context i mean that's that is me addressing the tweet sir is explaining the context around it i'm not about to explain how twitter works that's not what context is it's like those times where you know you just mm -hmm. i get this sometimes when you know like i'm recording something on the dvr and like you catch that last like five seconds of an episode that before your you know recorded episode starts and you're always looking at it going like, this makes no sense without the context. Like context is Jesus. everything. No, I don't want, I don't want the context. I just want you to address the tweet. Well, that, that's. No, <laughs> no, 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 yeah. no. I need to interrupt because I don't have a lot of time. Just address the tweet. I don't need the context. I don't need to hear about your supporters. <sighs> you were going to be in charge of regulating news agencies like Fox News. You call state sponsored propaganda. How can you do that as an honest broker when you've already put out, you also called Clear broadcast, whether you called for the FCC to investigate whether they're qualified to be a broadcast licensee at all. I mean, that, like, yeah, the FCC needs to investigate some of this because they're not being, like, good news agencies. Yeah. Fox's fucking defense was no reasonable person would believe this is actually news. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. <sighs> Well, we'll find out, you know, the Republicans are going to try and hold this one up. Unfortunately, we'll see. It took two weeks from uh, Rosenworcel's committee hearing to when her vote got approved. Mm -hmm. So even if Rosenworcel gets approved by the full Senate, it still put us at a 2-2 tie until this, zone. Yeah, until this one goes through. So it's going to be at least probably two weeks, if not longer. Yeah. Before we can actually get anything done. And it, since it's already going to be 2022, yes, is. Hey, guess what happens in 2022? Midterms. The midterms. 
And the last little yeah. bit I want to leave at is the fact that Mitch McConnell has literally said that they are not going to be putting forth any sort of agenda or plan for the midterms as Republicans. What does he mean by that? Well, he's he doesn't want to put out. Uh, let's see. What did what did he call it? I don't know what he means by we aren't going to put out a plan or an agenda. Like, of course you are. Mitch McConnell has told colleagues and donors Senate Republicans won't release a legislative agenda before next year's midterms, according to people who've attended private meetings with the minority leader. So once again, his plan is obstruct and don't actually do anything, just, you know, obstruct and then blame. Yeah, stall and blame the problems of stalling on the Democrats. But stall. Yes. Stall and then keep stalling. Growl. (laughs) During during the dinner, McConnell told the donor it would be the job of the next Republican nominee for president in 2024 to lay out the party's future agenda. So he's really like, we're not going to do anything. Yeah. Republicans should be 100% focused on Democrats and all the terrible things that they're doing to the country. Fuck you, McConnell. (laughs) Fuck you. Fuck Ron Johnson. Fuck Robin Voss. Just screw you all. Yep. So... There you go. All right. What's your... You got a random review. I do. Let's let's bring this puppy home. Okay. My random review is a water jug. A water jug. Yeah. Andy, are you struggling that much to find something to review? This... It, I... I like this thing. You know, I I was told by my Noom coach that I need to drink more water. Okay. So I was trying apps. Yeah. You know, I was trying timers. Yeah. I was trying all these different ways to try and, you know, drink more water. And I finally said, screw it. I'm going to get myself a new water bottle. Um... And so I just hunted around for one and I found this one here. And what's what I like about this one, it's a one liter water bottle. It's got the wide mouth lid so I could put ice in it if I needed to. Mm-hmm. Um, this thing is like 100% leak proof. I literally had this thing sitting upside down on my desk for about three hours one time just to see if it would leak. Didn't leak at all. Okay. Um, but what I like about it is the fact that it's got times on the sides. So one side has your, your liter measurements. And on the other side has it divided up um, by, by like hour by hours. So if I fill it up first thing when I do and get to the office in the morning, mm-hmm. and then I start drinking, you know, I glance over and go, "Oh, it's ten thirty. You know, I need I to drink had enough to drink." Yes. So I'll drink down to the ten o'clock section and be like, "Okay, that's <laughs> you know, I'm I'm back up again." And this one is it's got two sets of times on there. So this will actually get me through two liters of water a day, you know, if I if I stay so, on top of it. But like, that's way, way a lot of water. Is is your Noom coach doing the like, you're supposed to have at least eight cups of water every day? She said three liters. Three liters of water? That's what she said, yes. There's no way! Andy, think of that from an evolutionary perspective. If a human was required to drink three liters of water a day, how long does it take you to drink three liters of water? Well, I, Imagine I sitting at the riverside drinking three liters of water. No, that's not a thing. Who's the idiot who decided that, like, yeah, you should have three fucking liters? Uh, The National Institute of Health did a study saying water consumption reduces energy intake at a breakfast meal in obese older adults. Because you're filling up on water. Yeah. It is not just eat less. It has nothing to do with the benefits of water. You're just adding water to your system. 
Yeah, here's another uh, study done in 2010 uh, to prove some sense of our current knowledge of water, including overall patterns of intake and some factors linked with intake. So they don't say, you know, three waters is three liters is your amount, you know, but it's saying, yes, drinking water can help you, which I I do have to say it has (laughs) reduced my calorie intake because I'm drinking so much water. Turns out a lot of other food. (laughs) Well, that's what it it turns out. It, It turns out. I was actually, and I turns out I was actually constantly dehydrated throughout the day, and so I was drinking more pop and eating more foods, trying to counteract the dehydration. Right, which, which you know just contributes to the problem because you're drinking pop, drinking pop, and eating food. So yeah, yeah no three three liters. I still like three liters try, is a lot of water. Yeah, trying to get that through, is an incredible amount. Yeah, trying to get through two in a day. In a period of basically twelve hours, is still a lot. Like I, I can't. Like I see some of these other jugs out here. There's actually a jug that I think is four times this size. Yeah, they have a hundred and twenty-eight ounce jug. So if you wanted to drink four liters of water in one day, <laughs> they have a jug for that too. Got a four-liter water jug. That thing must be freaking huge. Laura has a two-liter jug that she fills multiple times per day. Yeah, no, I'm I'm just I'm doing two liters. <laughs> that's that's all I can handle. That's all my bladder can handle. Yep, that's a lot. Yep, that's a lot of water. There's a lot of water. I think but you're I, nuts. <laughs> So, yeah, no, it, if you want to start, I mean, like this thing is, it has literally two sets of marks on there. So you, it's, it's only a one liter bottle. So you could start just doing one liter. You could easily move it up to two if you want to. Beyond that, I, oof, I don't know if you can go more than that. Yep. So, but no, it's, I like it and it's working and it's only 12 bucks. So okay. if, if you're trying to, you know, be a little bit healthier, I can't argue, a, you know, I mean, if it's helping you, it's helping you. Yep. That's good. That's very good. If it's helping you, that is, that's worth it. Yep. So, <clears throat> yep. The 32 ounce motivational water bottle with time marker. Yeah. And like I said, this thing can, when it's locked up, it will not leak whatsoever. So. What's, what is the um, insulation on it like? If you put ice water in there, how long does it stay cold? I'm not sure because it's um, winter right now. <laughs> okay. So, um, it's hard to tell. You find out in the, in the summer? Yes, I'll find out in the summer. Okay. Because I've got, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not putting my coffee in this. Because, yeah, drinking a liter of coffee is probably not, <laughs> that would not be probably good for you. Probably not what your, your Zoom, your, not Zoom, your Noom coach is, is hoping for you to do. Yeah, no, I'm not going to drink just, a liter of do coffee. That, do that next time. Be like, yeah, so I got this thing. I filled it with, like, Mountain Dew. Because <laughs> you said I needed more, more liquid, so. Oh, God. Just see how they take that. Did I ever tell you about that that year I gave up pop for Lent? I mean, I remember you giving up pop for Lent. I remember also you, um, like, pre-down, not pre, like, you, you wanted to pre-compensate, and so you drank, like, a shit ton right before Lent. Yes, that was literally the Tuesday before Ash Wednesday. Fat Tuesday. Fat Tuesday, yes. On Fat Tuesday, I had one of those big, oversized, <laughs> like, 64-ounce, like, giant things. <laughs> Those giant yeah. mugs that you see. And I was just, I was running through that thing. I basically brought enough Mountain Dew to drink like one of those every hour. And turns out <laughs> I started getting shaky towards the end of the day. <laughs> yep. Like I didn't want to drive home because I'm like, I'm not sure if I can drive home in my current state because I'm just, yep. you know, twitchy. So let's, yeah, let's, let's not do that again. So yeah, so there's uh, there's my random review. 
Okay. So <laughs> random topic rolled ahead of time. Okay. I want a house to live in made of Legos. How much would you charge to build it for me? I mean, how big is the house, right? Like it would have to be almost a, a charge per square foot. Yep. Because I, I'm not going to say, oh, I'll give it, you know, I'll do it for like 200,000. And then you're like, I would like a 5 million square foot mansion. And I'll be like, well, fuck. All right. Hold on. I'm looking something up. James May Lego House. Oh, he wrote a book about it. <clears throat> yeah. James May. James May. Top Gear James May. Uh, okay. had uh, a series on BBC called Toy Stories where he took, you know, the kids' toys and basically built them life-size, right? So he, okay. he built, like, an actual bridge out of Erector set pieces. Okay. Like an actual full-size bridge that he could walk across just out of Erector set pieces. He, Impressive. Uh, yeah, I think he, uh, he found an old racetrack and basically built a slot car track on the actual old racetrack itself. That's and raced. Awesome. Yeah. No, this it's... Is, it's this is someone who has too much money well it's the bbc so you know yeah. and it's james may so you know yeah. top gear and um one of the episodes in toy stories i think it was like one of the last episodes where he actually built a full-size lego house he actually made it two stories too and he actually he i do remember correctly okay, he actually spent he, the night in it but, but andy the reason you brought this up did he say how much it cost I'm trying. That's what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to find out how many Legos he used. Cause he he had stated exactly how many Legos he had used to build this actual house. Total bricks. Let's see. What does it say? Okay, here we go. Two-story house, entirely made of Legos. Three point three million plastic bricks. Mm-hmm. Had two-story, twenty feet tall. But uh, so let's see. A thousand volunteers. Uh, took them took them a whole weekend to build it. Okay, so two a thousand people will say sixteen man hours. So sixteen thousand man hours. Sixteen thousand man hours. Yep. <clears throat> uh, you know, I'm I'm gonna go with the. Um, you want me to build you a Lego house, so I need to be able to make a living. Assuming eight hours a day, I'm just gonna charge. 50 bucks an hour, plus cost of material. Oh, yeah, that's the other thing right now is the actual cost of Lego bricks. Yep, but that's that's my answer, is I'm, I charge you 50 bucks an hour, plus material. You want me to build you a house out of Lego? Fine, I'll build you a house out of Lego. 50 bucks an hour. Oh, no, sorry, uh, that'll be a full-time job. I will also need health care. Um, I don't know, 75 bucks an hour? <clears throat> probably still cheaper than most general contractors. They'll also probably do it faster, though. <laughs> Okay, somebody actually did the math. Um, if you actually bought the bricks, because Lego actually donated the bricks. Right. And they actually said that he could not resell the bricks because that would dilute the Lego market because, you know, 3.3... 3, that's, that's a lot of bricks. Yeah, 3.3 million bricks. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> uh, it would... 1.1 uh, million pounds. So, yeah, I'd have to do the translation on it. That's like... I should know what that is. I think it's like 1.6 million dollars. Uh, one pound is 1.32 U.S. dollars. So, yeah, it would be $1.32 million just for a very small two-story house. Yep. So, yeah. That's no, without I, the property. 
Yeah, that's what, yeah, without the property and or that's, the wiring. That that's just literally materials. That's just going to the Lego store and buying the bricks. Yeah, one point three two. That doesn't cover wiring, lighting, heating, cooling, ventilation, yep. windows. So hope you're willing to pay a lot. Yeah, it's going to be pricey. I'm just going to round up and say $2 million. I'm not going to give a static number because, again, Andy, you say $2 million. This is great. I want a five-story mansion, and you're stuck with your $2 million bid. No. No, sir. Hourly. You want to know how much it'll cost? Fine. Tell me more. All right. Well, we'll go with that. I believe that's a wrap. This has been another episode of the Random Access Podcast. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, corrections, suggestions, remarks, reviews, rebukes, retorts, or just rants, feel free to contact us. You can find us on Twitter at RAPodcast, or send us an email at mail at RAPodcast.net. Thank you for listening. Mm-hmm.